With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Amazing. The only thing I have to say about the Buxton contract yes. is that it had to be a difficult decision for the Twins. I wish there would have been a way to base the whole thing on incentives. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that doesn't not happen, does happen. it? Actually, uh, they played it pretty smart because they lowballed him originally with the eighty million mm-hmm. for seven years, knowing that he wouldn't take that. But if they had immediately offered him a hundred, they he would have wanted a hundred and twenty. Right. So they lowballed him and made it sound like he uh, got the. You know the extra twenty million guaranteed, uh, and got him up to a hundred, which apparently was the magic number for them. I think it's about as good as they could have done to get him signed. Well, he can make the hundred million being Byron Buxton. Yes, he can. Absolutely, that's guaranteed. Yes, if he yes. wants to make more, yes, he's got to play. That's he's got to have played well, that's appearances. That's what I liked about yeah, the contract yeah, yeah. is he's got to play. Now there's a lot of pressure on. I what I don't like is the bonuses uh, that are applied to MVP voting. Mm-hmm. You're putting a lot of pressure on the Dan Hayes from the Athletic to vote him eighth to make him two million dollars or something if he, uh, you know, to vote him right. somewhere. You're putting a lot of pressure on a hometown. I'm not. I just threw his name out there. A hometown voter to. Uh, you know, put him on the ballot and help him make money. You know, you're 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 not that anyone do this, but you're creating a situation for graft. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, and I guess it has happened before where a, a hometown reporter didn't vote for someone and it cost them a few bucks, did it not? When uh, when your guy Lavelle didn't vote no, for that Pedro. was Pedro, but yeah, I don't know if it cost him bucks, but it did cost him the MVP trophy. Lavelle and George King. Who George King from the New York Post didn't vote for him because he didn't believe in voting for starting pitchers. Lavelle forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory. That's what I, which he's always denied, right. but I think he forgot. So he can make a hell of a lot of money oh, if he, he stays can healthy. Do something, yeah, he can. And he's got to be a good player. But Joe, he has to uh, apply the Ricey Suture plan for playing, mm-hmm. which is. The, feel all right? If you feel, if are you good enough to play? Yeah. I don't feel great. Are you good enough to right. play? Tell me you can't play, and I won't play you. Mm-hmm. If you tell me you can play, 
your plan. Right. And let's now, win Doc, today. I'm not worried about how you feel tomorrow. three games from now. Yes. Doc Rock, it's a hard sell. I think more than anything, this team has got to adopt that philosophy of not going in begging players to take the day off. You oh, know, God. It's, uh, Drives me crazy. You know, <laughs> well, hell, yeah, yeah, you got the sniffles. I heard you coughing. I don't think uh, we'll play you today, you know. They have to... Uh, they have to come up with a new philosophy. This all started, by the way, mm-hmm. in 2000. His good year, the year he played was 2017, right? Wasn't that the year yes. he was the Platinum Glove yes. winner? 2018, you have expectations for him. And they go to, he's, he's not hitting through the first weekend, and they go to Puerto Rico, and he gets a and he's they remember they were down there for a couple of days mm-hmm. and he gets a migraine, mm-hmm. so they don't like what they're seeing from him, so they put him on the disabled list with a headache, mm-hmm. and then they send him to Fort Myers, where he basically proving that he's not actually disabled, he's going to take BP for a while, and he fouls the ball off his foot and breaks his toe. Mm-hmm. And he should have never been put on the disabled list for having a headache. And even if he has had a history of those, and that, and since then, he hasn't played. Barely's played. He's played 40. Since then, he's played 48% of the games. How much angst was there at the highest echelon of the club? In oh, the, I think when it came to the, talking to the poll ads, about I think this. a lot of the poll. I think the poll ads. Jim Polad probably pushed this more than the two guys did because I think, I think he believed all the stuff about uh, the credibility of the, of the franchise is at stake here if you don't bring back a. Oh, he's a hell ba- of a player. Your if he best plays. player, but uh, you know, I got news for him. They're in enough trouble with the fans right now, not being on TV. Having yes. a terrible year, having a terrible product to sell, Major League Baseball is in its current state, and uh, having uh, plenty of competition, and having the the you know the downtown issues with some people, uh, they're in enough trouble that Byron Buxton signing is not going to have a big impact one way or the other. With baseball the, in the trouble that it's in, selling this product, where do you get the hundred million? Taking a big bet there. Yeah, they they're still counting on their TV contracts to come through. I guess the national TV contracts. They must have the teams must have some kind of guarantee. But Reavers was just talking about it, and so was Judd. Max Scherzer, mm-hmm. free agent with the Dodgers, thirty-seven years old, mm. had a good year, showing a little wear and tear at the end. I thought. $130 million for three years. I don't from understand the Mets. it. I'm sorry. No, I don't understand no, 43 it. $43 million a year for a pitcher. I don't get it. Who's I don't have, get it. Who you're dedicated to not letting. I guess you're going to let him face the batting order a third time. That, that would probably, money. yeah, that would probably For be. that much money, they'll let him face the What did Kaprizov sign for, the commie? It was. $9 million a year. Yeah. Chicken feed. $50, $50 million total. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It was 45 over 5, I believe. Well, but he's been playing like it, I'll tell you that. He's, He's the like reason it. Hartman's scoring goals because yep. they're paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. Well, plus he can set you up as well as anybody. Mm-hmm. He had four. He had a four point night the other night. Yes, he's fine. I mean, he's and you know what he can do? Stuff. He can do stuff. <laughs> he oh yes, do he stuff. does. He can do. And stuff. you know what else he's got on him? 
a big ass. Yes, he does. Which comes in handy in hockey. <laughs> yep. You get near the net, you got that big rump on you, man. Yep. That comes in handy. Well, hey, they're ba- playing well. Wow, are they playing they're good. well. Pat, they're good. back to the TV contract with baseball. Uh, because I know basically half the outlets that people have in this state, they can't get Valley yes. Sports yeah, North. But the, Does that affect? I think it's the national stuff. that, uh, that okay. they, they must expect ESPN and Fox and TBS to re-up again at Whatever they were paying. But I don't know why. Their ratings are miserable. Uh, I, if those contracts start leaking, oof. I, I don't know where the money's coming from. The Mets, the, the Mets thing, it's an ego thing by the owner, Cohen. Mm-hmm. He's got independent wealth, obviously. I think he paid $2 billion for the franchise. Oof. So, uh, but, yeah, I, I'd say the – they. Uh, one more thing on them. They just if if the Ivy League and pseudo Ivy League geniuses continue their dedicated effort to ruin the game, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to not have a starting pitcher, if you're going to if you're going to devalue, I mean, it's hard to say with a guy day day that a starting pitcher gets 130 million for three years. But if you, part of the appeal of this game for my entire life has been who's starting tonight, instead of what difference does it make? Right. You know, it's. Uh, Let me tell you something. Simple, simple things have been brought into play. Tom Kelly came up with the idea that to speed up at bats, you ban Velcro. Yes, right. And he was serious. Yeah. Yes, he was. Ban Velcro. Yeah. You came up with the answer to baseball's malaise about three weeks ago. You cannot work in baseball if you went to college. <laughs> I'm serious. And, you, know, you were serious. And, and, yes, I was. And I, a certain college. Right. Mankato State, yes. Yeah. We're, we're good. I'm we're not good. even sure I count that. <laughs> a sports management degree from Mankato State does not disqualify you. You don't get to go to Yale. No, God, no. Nothing. Or, or schools that think they're Yale. Right. Haverford. Yeah. Our <laughs> guys are from Trinity our two leading I guys, fire them today. Trinity and Hartford, <laughs> Connecticut, one of the little three, which is the pseudo Ivy little conference, right, right. and Haverford. Right. You know who else is from Haverford? The new president of the University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think she's a Haverford really? girl. To work Joan. in baseball, you got to be a fat guy, <laughs> yes. chew tobacco, yes. and barely acquired a high school degree. That's <laughs> right. We were all better off <laughs> yep. when Brof was running That's baseball. That's right. right. That's right. Because bro, we were all better off when when you had George Brophy screaming obscenities at an agent and slamming down and right. telling him how horse bleep he was right. and slamming down the phone. That's, that's it. Is that when he was oh, he's just on the phone Boris, with his wife? Yeah, that's when Rant said, ah, the, when the young new employee said, is Mr. Brophy okay? And Rant said, oh, he's just talking to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and there was about six people in the office then, too, yeah. you know. Then the other, you know, the, my favorite is Rance telling the story about Ruthie was the secretary, right? <laughs> Ruthie was a family member who was some cousin or something. Okay. Who oh, came, came with him from Washington. Yeah. yeah. Ruthie Harbison. And Ruthie used to come in and take shorthand and then type stuff up from Rancy. 
and Lucky would come with her, the dog, and the dog would sit in one chair and Ruthie would sit in the other. Lucky was a constant companion <laughs> in the office, you know. So, yeah, well, it's changed, but it's, I don't know what they're going to do. Honest to God, this postseason just, I, I couldn't watch yeah. a lot of times. I could not watch. They made it, they made yeah. your work. Huh? Like the, the game and the chain pitching changes yeah. and for no reason and you know you you're the L.A. Dodgers you got a payroll of two hundred and some million dollars and Roberts is popping out of the dugout every four guys to replace him just they're using openers in the World Series with a two hundred and fifty million dollar payroll mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do with themselves. but What do you mean they're using openers? That, the guy who's only going to pitch the first inning or maybe the second. You know, they call him the opener. Well, that's ridiculous. Toronto, the, Tampa started this in about 2017, and we yes. thought it was the most novel. It was going to be their fifth starter was going to be an opener. Mm-hmm. And they were, I went up to write a piece about it in spring training. I think it was 16. And this novel concept of not having a starter. Now it's a novel concept to have more than three right. starters. Mm-hmm. You know? By I the way, I, I, I make to motion that um, do we do, when we do a team's yearbook, that only comes out right before the season starts, correct? We don't do an end-of-season recap handbook for given teams, do we? No, I don't no. think because so. Because if we do, I think the team photo for the Vikings 2021 season has to be Kirk Cousins lined up under the guard mm-hmm. in the final or one yes, of the most important plays of the season. Well, one guy over there. I was <laughs> I was saying today. Just one guy over I was saying today, I'll be dead. There'll be a new generation of Viking fans, <laughs> and there'll still be Grandpa saying, and he'll be bad-mouthing some quarterback, and Grandpa will say, well, at least he doesn't line up behind the guard right. like Cousins used to. On fourth down <laughs> yes. in a crucial game yes. against the 49ers. Yes, down near the goal line. <laughs> the elephant in the room's got to be Delvin Cook, though. If he's yeah. done, they got no shot. Well, he's not good. He's got a torn labrum. Right. Well, you can't play with that. No, he'll probably miss most of the year. Yeah, they need him, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, the Everson Griffin uh, breakdown was a little frightening. That's a, yeah. that's there's an no, odd story. but he didn't play Sunday. No, no, oh god, he won't play again. Maybe ever he might be institutionalized. But uh, I mean, if you've seen the video, it's like frightening as hell. Mm-hmm. But in there, he throws in the fact. That his good friend Dalvin Cook helped him get the gun. Oh, oh that's good. <clears throat> and Dalvin the next day made a point of saying, "I did not have anything to do with getting him the gun that he was flashing around in the video." You know, we've had a few situations this year. We'd kind of turn him back into the old Vikings of uh, of yesteryear. Yeah, well, this one was too frightening to laugh about. But that's this young fellow has some problems. Yeah, he does. He, yeah. It's the second time that's happened. Yeah. It happened again in 19. Not this bad, though, that he... Was he threatening to kill somebody? Himself, I oh. think. It was basically... It, I don't know if he ever threatened that, but he had the gun and it was waving it near his head and stuff like that in the video. Did the coppers talk him down? Yeah, they've the Vikings sent their psychiatric team out there and the cops were there and the, you know, the whatever the... The squad was there, and and they got him to come out. But he was oh, this took on overnight. I think it was yeah. end, end of the morning yes. Wednesday before yeah. he came out. Yeah, he's uh, 
former guest on the... Uh, That's true, on former, the ride with Royce. Wasn't very good. No, he was, was not. A, he he didn't have a lot to say. No, he didn't. He didn't. He did not. Uh, did not tell stories that you'd like him to tell. But he was... You know, he was playing really good until they started playing him every play, right? Yeah. And then he wasn't doing quite as well, but it's it's unfortunate. Is any of this thought to be CTE? Well, they'll be, you can't check, unfortunately. You can... Hey, not you can, until you're dead. Not until you're dead, yeah. but uh, he's... Uh, I He'd be a little young to have the signs showing, but he's played a lot of football, so I, do you I, I don't know. College? You know, he USC. was... You gotta USC. Add that in. He was a little crazy in college, too, and he that's why he fell down to the fourth round, and then uh, Vikings got... Fourth round, yep. right? Vikings yep. got him there, and then he got arrested, like, or he had two run-ins with the cops between the time... He was drafted. Drafted yeah. and the time they had minicamp, I think, so... So he had a little, but then he kind of straightened out and had a hell of a career here. So and Zim loved him, obviously. Zim brought him back again. So they have none of their defensive line remaining, though, right? Well, it, uh, it, if Tomlinson comes back, which I think he's supposed to, is he would he be a, a starter. Is he a COVID or an injury? I that I can't remember. I can't remember if it was COVID or injury. I'm not, I'm Pierce not sure. Just looked, Pierce is looking like he's going to turn into the Buxton of the Vikings. He didn't play last no. year for because he was afraid of COVID, and this year he's uh, he's. Uh, but the good you know, news is injured. you get the slump buster known as the Detroit Lions. Yeah, next but week. before that you get the. Or don't you get? Isn't the Pittsburgh this week? No, it's Detroit. Detroit. Pittsburgh's Detroit. two weeks. Yeah. At oh. Detroit noon Pits, Pittsburgh is horrible. They are not good. Ben Roethlisberger is, you know, should do everyone you a see favor. See the way the poor Lions lost on Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Oh, God. oh my God. Unbelievable. It really was just sad. It was it sad. It was. It was. It was. It was incredible. And all I kept thinking you're, is. you're sitting there watching saying, how are they going to lose this? Yeah. Well, because you knew they were going to find a way. But all I kept thinking was. Just got ejected. <laughs> I'm thinking of Detroit Don and Superfan. How about uh, this Campbell, Joe, who came in and was what well, they were going to eat their young to win football yes, games? Yes, they were. Right? I mean, yeah. they, he was one of these <laughs> uh, fired up, crazy guys. And I got to think, I got to think he's 12 years older than he was when the season started, <laughs> just beaten down. They could go, they got a tie now, so. I guess 0 16 and 1 would be better than 0 and 16, right? So, Is it? Yeah, I guess it would be better because you uh, I mean 0 and 17. Well, they've got They a already tie. have an 0 and 16. They got a tie. Okay. They got a tie, but they were 0 and 16. They were the first 0 and 16 team ever with the Rod Marinelli, was the head coach. <laughs> it's unbelievable how they, they can figure it out. But yeah, I don't think the Vi- the Vikings only have to get to nine. Hell, eight might get them in in this yeah. division, but they only have to get to nine, so they they'll still make the playoffs. Pittsburgh, De- Detroit, and two games with Chicago. You got to win three of those, right? Yes, you yeah. would think so. Then they got to just figure out what one more. What bowl will the Gophers end up in? Well, they'll probably fifth in the pecking order. Michigan, if they beat Iowa, which they will, uh, will go to the uh, playoff. And then uh, Ohio, either Ohio State or Michigan State will go to the Rose Bowl. Might be a Michigan State because they haven't been there in a while, and they beat Ohio State. Then Ohio State will be next. Then Iowa would be next. So they'll probably be the fifth, whatever the fifth. So bowl. Holiday Bowl maybe? Well, they might get yeah. an Orange Bowl or something. No, right? no, 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 no. No, there's no, no affiliation no, with the no, Big no, Ten. No, 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 no. But they, 
Yeah, they might get the Holiday Bowl. That'd be okay. Yeah. Last time they were there, Coach Clay's That's last right. game. Beat Washington, Washington State. State yeah. And then he got fired. Got fired for being fat. Hey, they got <laughs> so. the axe, though, baby. Yeah. Got we the got axe. the axe. You were working overtime to stir no, up Gopher Nation. No, now, dang it. <laughs> the, 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 gall dang it. Gall dang it. The tweet that started it oh, all was so not good. that bad. It was not. It was just fun. The tweet that started it was, Gopher fans rush field to celebrate not winning Big Ten West. You know, <laughs> what is wrong with that? Nothing. You know, you can send a smiley face or a finger or something and to some me. And some did, yeah. But last I looked, there were 150 replies, all of them wishing me death. I think part of it has to do with maybe your reputation. That's true. With Gopher Nation. So then I had to bring up, because somebody said the old, the flex live in your head rent-free, the old live in the rent-free, they all think that's good. So I, I said... Are you referring to Heather Fleck, the same person who sent out Instagram uh, messages ripping the horrible fans after the Bowling Green game, mm -hmm. and then had the cowards that then had the coward, and then had the cowards at Gopher Hole pull it down from their message? Is that is that who you're referring to? I said. I uh, know I don't pay any attention to her. You know, so, and then they went. Nuts. Did we get the run into the locker room again? Uh, Wednesday? Oh, I'm sure he's yeah. surfed. Well, we surfed. spent a lot of time on we the, were field, on the though. field. So I'm That's surprised right. he didn't. He didn't crowd surf the fans yeah. for like 80 yards and right helped there. tear the goalposts down. But I down. think the jump around thing was kind of funny. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I thought they it was were all doing right. the Wisconsin thing, but but this was a decent. Wisconsin team. Now, this was not like you're knocking off. I know you haven't beaten them very often, but this wasn't like you were knocking off some Goliath. This right. isn't like when beating Ohio State at home or something. Uh, Wisconsin, they'd won seven in a row, but they, you know, they haven't been really good since Jonathan Taylor came in here and beat them in eighteen. You know, yeah. they, they're they're they, last year they were bad, and they're not. How were know. they in the Russell Wilson years? Very, they went to Rose Bowl but got beat. That's right. Right? They yeah. went to Rose Bowl and got beat. They shouldn't have gotten beat. Russell wasn't as good as he usually was. But Russell was a, Russell was a tough adjustment for Wisconsin as a quarterback because he was good. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of their quarterbacks, mm -hmm. this guy's terrible. This guy, I think, was a five-star. Oh, I Graham know what I was going to ask you. How can this... Uh... Uh, Tanner, is it Tanner? Coming Moore? back again. What's he, 90 years old? Yes, it's year <laughs> what six. What is this? Year six. How, how did you this get happen? The free COVID year. You get a free COVID year, COVID so that's year. five years. Well, he, he was redshirted, I think, right? Was he redshirted? He, well, he he redshirted at uh, Western Michigan, right? He could play here so long that no, he wouldn't no, be. No, nobody no, wanted no. for the he draft. Didn't, he didn't. Did he never play there? Because no, he, he transferred he from here. there. Okay. I didn't know. I don't think he. I think he was going to go there, and then he came here. Okay. I don't think he was ever there. Okay. But so he gets a redshirt year, but then he gets, so then he's got four years, but then he gets the COVID year. Okay. So that's six years. They had a tackle this year who didn't play as much as they thought he was going to, Joe. This was his seventh season. <laughs> this was because he had redshirt year, COVID year, injury year. John, does Morgan have the option of not returning next year? Well, yes. He 
He could enter the transfer portal. He could say, I graduated two years ago, and it's time to get on with my life. In fact, Zach Anikstead just announced that he is entering the transfer portal. uh, After waiting three years, he is. Uh, Would he be drafted? Oh, God, no. No. Uh, But the Gopher fans have greeted this news like Ricey just sent out a tweet. They're (laughs) ripping the hell out of him. A lot of them, you know, everybody likes him as a guy. He lost his dad and uh, seems like a, a, a real sharp kid. But uh, I really think it's time to move on and get a more athletic quarterback. You know, because as much as they like to run the ball and they got that run option thing, they need a quarterback who can run. Mm-hmm. And they don't, and this guy is not it. So, but, well. you know, he had, he's got Fleck in a box because. You just beat Wisconsin and celebrated him, and now the kid announces it basically the day, next day. The Fleck can't come out and say, ah, we don't want you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. It is a, it is a weird this – is, this whole free COVID year deal is – you know, they got a lot of guys who are seniors who can probably figure out a way to – who are fifth, already fifth-year seniors who can probably figure out a way to come back again just like him because mm-hmm. right, of the COVID, so – so they're you know, get now. on with your lives. You yeah. know, one of my favorite columns I ever wrote, which almost got me fired by Roger Parkinson, was when the uh, <laughs> we had the the sports festival. I'm trying the to old, think of the one that did get me fired. <laughs> <laughs> you just wouldn't get on board with the new dome, I damn guess it. not, yeah. Uh, but the Olympic Festival was here. Remember that yeah, thing? That yeah. All these idiotic sports, and that there were the gold medal, gold medal sponsors, and this is 91, 90, 91, I think ninety one, maybe ninety. And one of the star, one of the main sponsors, maybe for a quarter million, was the Star Tribune mm-hmm. back when they had money, and. I went around and we we covered it like it meant something, you know. And, in fact, I went to Oklahoma City the year before it to build up the— To see how they did. I had to go for a week, and Jay Wiener went for a week. And and I came back saying, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm out doing a column on some Minnesota girl that's playing team handball or something, which isn't even a sport. And— so basically, the last Saturday, I wrote a column saying, "Go forget this stuff. Mm-hmm. Forget this team handball. Forget all these other dumbass sports. You know, go get a job. You got a college education now. America could use you in the workforce, type of thing. Go get a job." <laughs> they went crazy. They went crazy, including. The Star Tribune editors, who I'm still surprised ran it, but they did. So, by the way, uh, I think I had news on Flex quarterback position, possibly for next year. We need some quarterbacks coming in here. Well, we got one, uh, Vic Veramonte. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Right. Remember that? The oh, hype yeah. surrounding Vic. Vic Never ended heard up. Of him. Vic came <laughs> and he was a college, junior college transfer. His, was it his first year? I think so. It so was he, early in the Fleck tenure. Well, it was. I think it might have been his first year because they the the they were hard up for quarterbacks because Seth Green was the only guy they had back and they didn't think he could play quarterback. And they got Vic was a junior college player from California, and 
One, he was one gonna, issue. He was going to be, he was going to Vic Veramontes and then go for a hole at all these websites. Vic, Vic, we got our quarterback. California kid. He ended up transferring to become a linebacker at some school. <laughs> Never, I think, did he play like one? Yeah, I don't well, think he had think a very he long run. One or two series and threw the ball all over the, you know, threw the ball around like a drunken sailor, and then and that was it for Vic. But I he made a he the, ever, the reason it got oh, our I attention. Know, I think it was the spring game where he played. Oh, I think you and might be right. People in the stands were ducking when he threw. You know? Well, the reason it got our attention, Joe, is because uh, Fleck had made a hype video surrounding which we I captured that audio. Yeah. Vic Veramontes, he was going to be the next savior for Gopher football. Yeah. I couldn't uh, let up on that one either, Vic. <laughs> Time to put in Vic Miramonte. Oh, wait, that's right. By He's the way, playing linebacker. Jason so. Stark just tweeted this out, Patrick, 16 minutes ago. You were talking about the Max Scherzer contract. Max Scherzer's annual salary 2022, 23, and 24, $43.3 million. So it's evenly distributed. Huh? Correct. Next year's Cleveland Guardians opening day payroll in 2021 is $43.2 million. <laughs> really? Scherzer's going to make and, more and, than Cleveland. Well, we don't know for sure. <laughs> well, yet, true, but, yeah, but as but, it stands right now. Yeah, wow. but they, they're selling a lot of Guardians t-shirts, oh. for sure. And this is the Mets did this. The Mets, yes, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. So you got a sport, by the way, sports in general here. You got a sport that feels like... Cleveland is forced to change their nickname, Indians, right. to Guardians. Right. But you got the Braves mm-hmm. winning the World Series and Tomahawk chanting with the organist or the the music helping them out. Yep. And then you got the Chiefs doing the same. What 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 is our standard here? Is it just whether it is the conscience of the individual team rather than the uh, Rather than the leagues involved. Well, they got they long ago got rid of the uh, the cartoon caricature of the laughing Indian. Yes, they, they did. Yeah. yeah, Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, that uh, I don't know who the Cleveland ownership is. Are we going to have to edit Major League? That's the question. Oh, you couldn't uh, make it today. <laughs> oh wow! That's like it's like uh, blazing saddles. Blazing saddles. You mm-hmm. couldn't make it. Yes, that's true. By Where the, are you on Omicron? Very nervous. Are you? I wasn't. Delta, I figured, what the hell? I fly Delta. Yeah. I fly Delta. You're cool with Delta. That doesn't bother me. That's nothing. Delta. I mean, if I get it, I get it. But it's Delta. doesn't scare you, but Omicron. 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 (laughs) God almighty. Run for the hills. Run for the hills. (laughs) Run for the hills. Omicron. Somebody said it's part of the Greek alphabet. BS. I never saw that. By the way, what's the what do the Greeks have to do with it anyway? It started in China, but uh, yeah, Omicron. I think it's trying to get people more people vaccinated because Delta didn't scare them. The name didn't scare them. Omicron. That's that. You you know what you're gonna have? It's not even capitalized. You're gonna have like twelve year old kids coming who watched the Transformer, who've watched growing up with the Transformers and stuff. Hey. Omicron is the bad guy. Yeah, watch out for Omicron. I want a vaccine. They got lasers. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Omicron, my ass. (laughs) It is amazing. Why don't they call them one, two, and three? Or how about not anything and don't worry about it. It's going to be here forever. It looks like it. What are you going to do? It is a crafty virus, man. I want to. I said today, I want another vaccination. 
I don't care if it's penicillin for syphilis or something. I wanna, <laughs> I want something. I want. I got the booster. I don't feel like now that Omicron is with us. I want something else. Give me another one. I don't. You know, I've had Pfizer. I'm gonna go get a Moderno. Can I get a Moderno? <laughs> yeah, or a yeah, you can mix and, and match now. Yeah, right. They let you do it. Oh hell yeah! Because we're just throwing darts now anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Fashing, the St. John's coach, uh, you know, last Saturday he they unfortunately uh, eliminated St. John's. You yes. need to be on your mic, sir. Uh, a week ago, <laughs> <laughs> yep, there we a go. week ago, the unfortunately eliminated. A week St. ago, St. John's was uh, one. Oh, well, not this Saturday, right? But the Saturday right. before, By a point. And he wasn't feeling great, and his wife. Had worked at Monticello High School and had had tested positive for uh, coronavirus, whatever we dealt, whichever one I don't know, and uh, so they stayed away from each other for a couple of weeks, you know, in the house. They, you know, they, and then on uh, on Sunday he wasn't feeling good. He and she got out of quarantine like on Friday or Saturday, and on Sunday he wasn't feeling good. And went in and got tested, and he had it. Uh, he had it, and he was out of action all week, and really, really not good shape the middle of the week. So, you know, he's like late fifties, I think, and good shape, and you know. But he's he was sicker than hell. Would he be an example though of someone uh, for whom the vaccine prevented serious illness? Could be, yeah. could be. Although he did get pretty sick, so. But he didn't go uh, to the hospital. No, I'm I'm not sure about that. All right. And, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it's a tricky virus, right? What they, if you're around it, what do they say? You're only 45% actually immune or mm-hmm. something. Unless you're Aaron Rodgers, then you're completely immunized. You, yes, you are. You are. And now he's really trying to make us feel sorry for him because he's been playing all year with a broken toe. Yeah, he, says, he took right? his sock off during a press conference. It, or, no, it was from working out. It was just from working out. On his own when he had to quarantine, right? I think it was. And then he dropped a weight on his toe or something. They're better than I thought they were, though. The Packers? You know, they they put up some points. You know who is not as good as I thought they were? The Rams. Rams. No. No. They, you know, they also. I heard someone commenting on it last night that actually watches NFL and knows what they're talking about is, Instead of coming in and going after Rodgers with his bad toe, they tried to play this two deep safeties, and he just picked yeah. them apart. So You know who might be the best team in football? Your New England Patriots. That guy's so smart. They are good. I can't stand him, but man <laughs> alive is he smart. Belichick. Yes, they're, he is. They're, they've won six in a row, and they're killing. In a league where every game's decided by seven or less, they're killing everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you look back, they almost they hung tight with the Cowboys early before they started to figure things out. Yeah. They could have won that game, and they'd have the best record in football. Right you know now. What? I could do if I go over here. I could just bring this with me. There yeah. you go. Yeah. You, you yeah. know what? Uh, you know what else he's done? When you get to a certain point, like you're a linebacker or something, and he likes you, he won't pay you. You know, he'll let you go. Mm-hmm. But now he's got about three of those guys back. For about one third of the price that they wanted when he, when they know, went and signed he, with somebody else, he yeah. takes them back, 
and they all know the system. You do that. I mean, his his original collection of linebackers then, Vrabel and those guys, they were the same guys for like eight years. They were like Bud's guys. They were this. He never changed the guys. By the way, let me give it an accolade to Bud. All right. Yesterday, uh, we got to see a team kneel down to end the game, the Rams, right? Two kneel downs. I mean, the, the 49ers. 49ers. Two kneel downs. Mm-hmm. Bud's plan, if you don't make a yard, it's driving him crazy, the kneel downs. He can't stand them. If you don't make a yard, the clock stops. Mm. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I do too. You know, because you, you got to, you know, the. Well, it creates. When you the... sit there all afternoon for three hours, yeah. and then you use your last time out the two minute, after the two minute warning, you get to see guys kneel down three times. It's stupid. It would create. Uh... The anything could happen moment. Yes, it would. It yeah. would give you you keep that last two minutes alive. You know, if if I'm watching a game on TV and I see him kneel down, I head out and do something else. You know, I'll give my, my accolade to Lee Elder. The men's room, but what? Uh, <laughs> okay, let's hey, give one to Lee, Lee Elder. Elder. Yeah, nice guy. I talked died to him. in what late eighties. He died yesterday. Was he, was he that late? I think was it was 87. Age? Really? Yeah. I, they had him at uh, Augusta one year. I was down there, and we all talked to him, and he was a really good guy. And, you know, first guy to first black guy to ever play there. And I watched a video of Tiger hitting wedge shots. Mm-hmm. And bring, you bring up Tiger, and Tiger's always been really nice to uh, Lee Elder and and, uh, and uh, Charlie Sifford and those mm-hmm. guys, the pioneers. But I was there when Tiger... Won it as a as I wasn't there. I don't think when he was an amateur, but when he won it as a ninety seven ninety seven as a pro. And I was in that one hundred percent white crowd, mm-hmm. and they were having a real hard time applauding. Really, when he uh, started making his birdies. Some of those back holes, yes. They really? Were, there was now— See, I they, always remember they, him just being they, adored. They, well, they that became the case. Yeah. I think the crowd changed some people, you know, and he, he was so damn good. They, he became a, a, an incredible celebrity. But I remember a few times he'd—I followed him around in a practice round, I remember, one day, and he'd, he'd hit one about eight feet on 12, and he'd go, <laughs> you know, everybody. I never heard any slurs or right, anything. Right. I just didn't hear a lot of enthusiasm the first couple of days. What, what is what I remember the most about that first year he was there, though he shot forty on the front. Yeah, and he ended up winning by twelve. Right. <laughs> After he shot forty on the front, we said, "God, all this BS. He's not even going to make the cut." He shot thirty on the back. And ended up running away from it. You know what Greatest I Greatest athlete in his sport I have ever covered. Oh, yeah. Covered. You know what I didn't pay any attention to? The match. What was that? Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. I didn't even know they had Staged who, uh, who one won? of those Vegas deals. I don't even know who won. It's a 12 hole match in Vegas on and Friday. So, it was to, to, so, is there a chance this whole feud was made up to get the national TV? It's a plausible wonder. Yes, it is. Uh, I did. I forgot all about it. I, I didn't watch any of it. I've never. I remember Tiger playing some matches at midnight. Brooks Kepka defeated Bryson in the in Las Vegas in the match. And, I uh, think it was a twelve hole match. Why did they only played twelve? I don't know. 
Uh, four-time major winner Kepka needed just nine nine of the twelve-hole competition, winning four to three at the Wind Golf Match Club play. in Las Vegas. Oh, Match Golf course. They probably got what three million a piece at least. Something. I bet. I bet. Yeah. You know. Neither of them are terribly appealing guys. No, I was not interested. Mm-hmm. Phil and Tiger, I remember watching that. Yeah. And even that was kind of a bust. The one with lights. Remember that one? That was in Cal Bighorn in Wasn't California. Wasn't that when they played with Brady and Manning? Is that the one you're talking no, about? That no, that's a different one. Oh. The one they played each other in, under the lights. Oh, okay. There was, Tiger did that about three times with different guys, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, Yeah, that's where it was, Bighorn. Big they had the lights. You know what? I wouldn't be good. Playing with lights. I'm not good enough with light out. <laughs> having to find the ball <laughs> yeah. with light. I'd have to give a lot of balls the, uh, yeah, that one's, that one's lost. That's gone. Yeah, the, the woods look a little dark to find a golf ball in there. Not, not good with lights. Well, you'd have to hit it straight for the lights yeah. to do you any good. You know, that's, that's overrated. Just, straight usually, is overrated. Straight is overrated. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right. What else we got? We got, oh, hey, two big hockey events this weekend. The Wild beating the defending champs. Yep. Stanley, you know, 2 2 tie and then bango, bango. Ryan Hartman. Yep. Unbelievable. Whoever this guy is, Sid's what? great nephew, whatever he is. <laughs> and then. I don't think it was an upset, but it's certainly in a uh, in a turnaround of tradition in the cake eater tournament, which is what they call it. Twelve year old girls and under, Woodbury seven, Edina one. Wow, really? the host team, and this comes despite the fact you have a vested interest in this. Yes, club? I do. Yep. The eight team bracket. Mm-hmm. Edina gave themselves like Fairbowl. Oh, come and, on. Not, not, uh, they, they set her up. And the Woodburys had to go through Andover, the, Eden rise, Prairie. the rising powerhouse, <laughs> and Minnetonka. Oh, wow. man. To get to the final. And they beat them like a rented mule, 7 to 1. But I got to say one thing it's not, my granddaughter's okay. She's a defender. Who would rather move the puck forward? Right. And she's not much of a shooter, but she's right. she's okay. She's gotten really good, good compared to where she was. Yeah, but she got about five kids on that team that come into the net and show you the puck and take it away and shoot it in. And really, got, how old? Twelve. Twelve. It's amazing. What's the other big hockey event this weekend? You said you had no. said the wild, oh, the wild winning. Well, it's not this weekend. No, I thought I you were talking about this, this coming weekend. I said this week oh, we had yeah. two big So this, uh, this kid, the Woodbury thing recap. already happened. Well, we got, this is a recap. She was uh, for years, <laughs> she, she was for years the Browns, bronze bomber because every tournament they went to, they took third. Yeah. And then the Brown's next year that she was the silver sidewinder because yeah. they finished second. But this was the first ever gold tournament, the championship team that she'd been on. Yes. The Wild have Arizona tomorrow night. And the New Jersey's on Thursday Arizona's night. Arizona's won four games, right. I believe. And they hot Toronto club here on Saturday night. What has happened to the Islanders despite the fact that they're all sick? They've lost eight in a row. Well, I, think I think it's because they they're spo- all sick. They were supposed to be a powerhouse. Has, has Zach ruined that locker room, too? <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't think he'd have enough influence to ruin that locker room. But uh, anyway... You know what? You know what the best thing about the the young lady playing twelve year old hockey? Hmm. 
as you well know, having grandkids play in various sports, you for a long time you have to go out of grandfatherly. You know, I'll see. You know, you got to go out of grandfatherly. <laughs> you uh, hear about it if you don't. Obligation. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of fun now because they can do something. Yeah, I know? like when they can do stuff. I know. Yes, right. Because I mean, you go watch them play at nine, and you got to tell them how good they were, yeah. and you're you're lying through your teeth. Well, weren't you in a little trouble though, Joe, when you went up to one of the umpires and said, "Hey, hey, kid, move it along here. We got yeah, stuff to right. do here." Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, that baseball drives you crazy because you got the fifteen-year-old umpire who's squeezing people. Come on, saw the nine-year-old's first game this summer. Okay, and they said, "All right, you're playing right field," and she said, "Where's that?" And (laughs) he said, "You go out and stand behind the first baseman." But that's what she literally did, right? (laughs) (laughs) This far from the first baseman, right behind him, like she's in line. Where's that? My favorite was when I went to see my niece play. Uh, I don't think it was baseball. It was like nine-year-old baseball, eight, nine-year-old baseball. And she was on third base, and nothing had occurred. And I looked, and she was sitting on the bench. And she, I said, what, what happened there? And she said, oh, I was hot. I was overheated. <laughs> she, she left third base and sat on the bench. Go sit in the shade. She was having the vapors, oh. man. <laughs> My favorite all time was when a kid hit a ball that went into center field, and the hitter joined the other team to help find the ball. <laughs> Just kept running well, right the, over second to go out yep. and look for it. Well, the the contest to see who can get to the ball first That's yeah. fun. is, uh, you know, my granddaughter was fairly fast, and and she was playing baseball, you know, as a six seven year old and she would just race to where the ball was and it was jumping in the pile to get the ball it wasn't returning it to the infield that was the fun part yeah yeah i was monitoring my six-year-old this last summer in which he was playing third base and uh, i heard him uh, strike up a conversation with a kid on third base Mm -hmm. and it was you know he wasn't paying any attention it was so what kind of ice cream do you like Said, Leland, Leland, you gotta watch the batter so you don't get smoked by the ball, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, he's a chatty one. Yeah, well, any, you know what? Hockey's an easier game for the kids to play at a young age, though, than like basketball or baseball. Baseball's too yeah. complicated. Yes, man. it is. All right, hey, you gotta go to the bank. Go wild. Bring on the Lions. Uh, the Lions. Sign Buxton. Uh, that was okay. You're I'm, very I thorough. No I think. I think we're good. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. The Canopy Group is an insurance agency that is unique by offering 16 carefully selected companies for home and auto insurance. Listen, this is the holiday season. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert you could have this year was fruitcake made by one person's fruitcake? Boy, that'd be terrible, wouldn't it? That's like having one agent representing one company as your insurance option. Meanwhile, your neighbor creates an exchange with 40 family members. They have a variety of desserts, fudge, cutouts, gingerbread, all that good stuff. The Canopy Group knows it is all about options. That's why their insurance agency offers these 16 companies. They have 40 licensed agents working behind the scenes to ensure you always have the best coverage at the best price. Remember, Canopy clients' average savings annually is over $800. This holiday season, don't get stuck with the fruitcake. Get options with the Canopy Group, 800-967-3389, or visit thecanopygroup.com. 
Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you.